Welcome to Milo Time, where we dive into the list of things that Milo loved and spend some time with my beautiful, amazing, awesome, fantastic boy, Milo. Welcome to another episode of Milo Time. Daryl Kessler along with Lisa Cohen. Hi, Daryl. Hi, Lisa. Welcome once again to Brooklyn. Thank you. And very much looking forward to our activity after recording today, going to see the great comedian Gary Gullman. Yes. Locally I think here I, in Brooklyn. I, I bought those tickets, I think, months ago and was like, it was one of these things where it got announced. I'm like, I'm just getting four. I'll find the other two. Yes. <laughs> Down the line. But I, 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 you know, I knew I would want to go and, uh, yeah, get some good dinner beforehand. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And we're, we're seeing him at... Uh, Little Fields, I think. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been to Little you know, Fields? It's like I, a tiny I, I little venue it up here with, in Brooklyn. I, I confuse it often with um, Union Hall. They're both, yes. you know, kind of smallish and could be standing only, which, you know, I got some comfy shoes on, so right. should be okay. Yeah, people of a certain age, as we are. Not our age. Need, oh, oh yeah, yes, yeah. we are, actually. Need those comfy shoes just in case we're asked to stand for a period of <laughs> got time. Got my back support. <laughs> well done, well done. <clears throat> so, as our listeners know, on this show, we look at the ever-growing list of things that Milo loved, and we pick out one to chat about and spend some time with Milo. So, Lisa, I'm wondering whether there's anything on the list today that is catching your eye. Yeah, I'd like to do balloon baseball. Ah, balloon baseball. Um, such a great subject, such a great subject. So to start from sort of the beginning in our house, um, virtually anything that could be used as, or turned into a ball was used (laughs) as, or turned into a ball. And when the boys were very young, we, um, would buy bags and bags of those small balloons that Mm. you could blow them up into like grapefruit sized, Mm -hmm. um, balloons and we would use those balloons to play all sorts of games. This was before they were sort of old enough to really hurt play each with, other with them. Really hurt each other or really like <laughs> play with a tennis ball or even a harder ball. Um, and balloons were like sort of a way to just get the kids running around the house, really. This was sort of when they were very, very young. And balloon baseball was one of our favorites. Um And to take a step back even further, we moved into this house that we now live in right after Milo's first birthday. So Milo was just walking when we moved into this house. And I remember when we did renovations to the house, we did significant renovations to the second and third floor. For those who have not been here, this is a brownstone. Each of the floors is pretty small, um, but it is three stories. And we renovated the second and third floors in a significant way. The first floor, we said... You know, as the boys get older, we should just leave it as is because they're just going to beat the crap Mm -hmm, out of it. mm -hmm. And we don't want to discourage them from doing that. Mm -hmm. And then the basement was unfinished when we bought it and we finished it as cheaply as possible to allow, again, for the boys to just run amok down there knowing that they would whether we allowed them to or not so why not just as it should be yeah their own space where nobody's breathing down their neck about keeping things nice exactly so the ground floor the first floor of our space which includes our kitchen and our living room has just been beaten up over the years and it started when the boys are very young with games like balloon baseball balloon baseball literally we would use the relatively square shape of the of the space down there And I would lob balls to the boys. They would smack them with their hands and just start running around the Mm -hmm, floor mm -hmm. as if they were running to first base, second base, third base. Well, can Uh, I ask an important question? Yeah. We're talking about 
balloons filled up with air. With air. No, no, did you do a no, water balloon no, not version water balloons, in the not summer? Water balloons. Oh, no, come on. No, no, when I picked no, no. it, I thought I was imagining like smacking it with a bat. It's a great it. idea. Okay. We did have some water balloon activity in the backyard. I think your kids may have been over for some slip and slide Probably. in the backyard yeah. or some sprinkler in the backyard. But uh, no, this was just with a balloon and just the kids whacking a ball with their hands and then just running around like crazy Cute. people down Cute. the ground floor. They used... Um, we also played balloon tennis, of course, mm. and this is such a great thing. Milo, lo- I mean, Milo loved balloon baseball. Milo loved all these games we're going to talk about, and that's why that that balloon baseball and these things are all on the list of things that Milo loved. We would play a balloon tennis game where there was a particular panel or tile on the floor that would serve as sort of the center mm. net. It mm-hmm. extended the the length of the floor, and we would just play tennis with a balloon back and forth, back and forth. And your hand, no. With our hands, no. with okay. our hands. Okay. For some reason, and please don't call this in, um, Milo and Max and I would like strip down to our boxers or our underwear to play. This was like <laughs> after I would come home from work. Not sure why we did that. Oh, Didn't seem necessary, but it was kind uh, of like it a... It was before <laughs> iPhones, I know, before too. iPhones, too anything like that we would do that. And the funniest thing about it, it's such a Milo thing because he was playing to the crowd Often when Max and I were playing each other, we were playing singles and we were kind of like rotating in. If Milo wasn't playing, he would like kind of do the robot along the line that we used as the net. It's his favorite move. Right. And he was like, he was the net. He would be the net. And Max and I would try to like bank the ball off, bank the balloon, the tennis ball off of him and use him as like to your advantage. Like you would hit the ball the balloon it would bank off like the side of milo's head and go in a weird direction and of course it was filled with air so nobody got (laughs) hurt and he just loved the idea that he would just walk back and forth sort of doing the robot with no expression on his face whatsoever and it it was always hilarious actually that makes me think i don't know if i ever told that story about when milo first started playing aso soccer yeah i mean i don't know if it's been on a podcast but it's a great story it's it's really really short milo was probably five years old when we signed him up to play soccer. Um, and he really wasn't that interested in soccer, certainly at that age, and really never. And one of our great friends, Adam Cherry, his son was on the team too, so he was at the game as well. And at one point, I was coaching the team, and Adam said, hey, uh, take a look at Milo. <laughs> and we looked out on the field, the ball was in play, and Milo was just doing the robot in the middle of the field, like making like robot moves and like walking That's, that way. Uh, that way. You know, that's high-quality athleticism <laughs> right, right there. <laughs> right, and, and high-quality uh, dedication to oh, youth yeah. sports. And uh, <laughs> that's when you sign your kid up for Taekwondo or Kung Fu. You're like, maybe this thing isn't going to go. But he did eventually become very interested very. in ball sports, of course. But that was a, a classic Milo moment as well. Um, but so many other games we played um, in our house as well. We had this game called um, Stick-A-Ball. It was basically like before a kid could even put a baseball mitt on, there were these pads that they could kind of strap to their hands oh, the that Velcro. were like Velcro. Yeah, yeah. And they, there was a ball that came with it that was like the size of a ping pong ball, but yeah. lighter. Yeah. And it was had like a couple of strips of Velcro yeah, on it. Yeah. So you could play catch yeah. with the Velcro ball. But that wasn't good enough in our house. And Milo would, and Max, would also make up these tiers and levels that they had to get through like one of them was like they'd be walking with their back towards me 
moving their arms in a certain way. And I would have to lob the ball over their shoulder and they would have to just kind of fortuitously catch it on this Velcro pad. And only once they both did it, we would move to the next level, some made up level. Right. And you'd say to Milo, like, so how many levels are we doing to this? He's like, well, we'll, we'll stop when we're done, but we got to get through like six tiers, 10 <laughs> levels, constantly just making up games uh, in that ground floor. Just phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. Um, in the basement, which I already mentioned, um, which was finished in a very, very simple way. A lot of Milo's friends who are listening to this know that that basement is basically cheap carpeting thrown down on top of concrete. Um, we put a, a basketball net down there. The ceiling down there, once it was finished, is about seven feet high. And we put a basketball net down there. Max, Milo, and I made up a game where we would shoot free throws with our off hands and then play a game of what people know as taps, um, trying to tap a ball in that was missed on a free throw. Mm -hmm. We called it 21 and you'd get one point for tapping one in on a missed free throw and one point for a free throw. We would do that. There's probably a year or two and we would do that, Mm -hmm. you know, three, four times a week. We just go down in that basement and play Mm -hmm. games of 21. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. would rotate in. Um, We also played a game called Tiny Baseball, uh, props to our great friends, James Reardon and Pat Reardon who invented the game of tiny baseball, mm. I believe. This was a game played with wiffle golf balls. Mm-hmm. Um, and I bought a gross of them at one point. <laughs> and like a tiny- How many is a gross exactly? <laughs> 144 wow. tiny wiffle golf balls. Okay. And uh, bought like a Are, tiny- Do any of them uh, live to this day? Or they're... All in the basement. Oh, there's they're like still a, here. I, I thought you were going to tell me they were all lost. There's about No, because we would, we would do baseball hitting practice in the basement with oh, tiny little wiffle okay. balls. Got it. Um, but tiny baseball was a game played with a tiny little baseball bat. How, the... like, like the kind you- would get no but how long like how uh maybe 12 to 18 inches oh, long okay. and really okay. thin looked more like a giant pencil yeah okay. um <laughs> and we would just play baseball down there and we'd make all kinds of goofy pitches to each other and um, i remember when they were younger i would bat lefty even though i'm a righty because it was perceived that i had some advantage as being like <laughs> bigger than they were of course by the time they were like eight they were both better than right, i was right so i insisted that either they also bat yeah, backwards or fair. i get to bat right-handed <laughs> and we had so many laughs down in the basement of funny pitches we would imitate kids that they played with in a loving way and throw the way other people did and the way major league baseball players threw and we did that uh, all the time of course moving back up to the first floor um milo probably spent a thousand hours of his life whacking a tennis ball against Mm -hmm. the brick wall down there. Mm -hmm. And um, for our observant visitors to the house, you'll note that there are a number of bricks that have sort of been haphazardly re-grouted and um, re-concreted into the wall. That's because I did it and I'm no artisan. (laughs) And that's because Milo from years of whacking tennis balls first little Nerf balls and then even softer tennis balls just eventually started to do some damage to the wall. Of course, we weren't going to tell him not to do it. It was the purpose of that room and the purpose we left it. That's why we left it uh, unrenovated. And um, he would just love, love, love to play down there. We'd play handball against that wall. And then for years, we had like a little play school basketball hoop in there. Mm. And we would do like free throw shooting contests. And the funny thing was... Same thing as I mentioned about Tiny Baseball. When we started, it's so funny. They were so young when we started doing it that 
I can still see down there the line that Milo used to shoot from and then the line <laughs> that Max used to shoot from and the line that I used to shoot from, which was a little bit of a different color. And we called it the golden line. And that was because when we started doing it, Milo literally couldn't reach. Mm. And his line was like two feet from the basket. And then, you know, very, very quickly, we were all shooting from the same line. And we would shoot free throws from there. We would play cornhole down there, like across the first floor. Uh-huh. Any game... Any game of the ball, a beanbag, Milo just loved, mm. loved, loved to play them from when he was very, very young. As I said, we'd play handball in the basement. We'd play handball on the first floor. And Milo and Max would do variations of these things with their friends, both in the, our house, in their friends' houses, and of course, on the playground and in parks um, all over the city. And the way that progressed for Milo and for Max over the years, I mean, we've spent hundreds of hours playing two games in the pool anytime we went on vacation. Mm-hmm. One was a game we called Touch Catch, which was basically you bring a tennis ball into a pool and you try to throw it to somebody in a way that makes the catch as difficult as possible. And if they touch it and don't catch it, they lose a point. And if you touch it and don't catch it, you lose a point. And it was all good faith that you had to go for it. And I mean, if I say we spent hundreds of hours mm-hmm. doing that <laughs> in, I mean, everywhere we went from Florida to Costa Rica to um, Woodlock, to anywhere else we went, Los Angeles. I mean, everywhere we went, we would always have a tennis ball with us anytime we went to a pool and we would play touch catch. Um, And then, of course, probably a similar number of hours, we would play diving catch, which is I would get in the pool, I'd get fully sunscreened up because I knew I was in for a full day, (laughs) and the boys would stand on the edge of the pool, and I would just throw them either a waterproof football or a tennis ball as far into the water as I could that would force them to make as elaborate a diving catch as possible. And they would make diving catches and we would rate them and we would talk about the diving (laughs) catches and we would just spend hours and hours. And we did a lot of it down at my parents' place in Naples, Florida with Max and Milo's cousins, uh, Zachary and Noah. And again, the bigger picture was what Milo loved. And I think we touched on this in a recent episode too. He just loved playing games. Mm. He really loved to play games even when he got older and the phone was available to him, he just would prefer, I mean, he spent plenty of time on his phone. He really did. He was, he had plenty of things that he did on his phone, he even liked to play games on his phone. But if you would say to him, do you want to throw the ball right. around? Do you want to do something other than be on your phone? That's just a silly little mm-hmm. game. He would almost always say yes, almost yeah. every time. And that's just yeah. kind of, this kind of who he was. And great. you know, he, it, it, translated into as he got older loved playing spike ball and ping pong and i mentioned handball already and mm-hmm, we were on mm-hmm. we're on the beach he's playing wants to play kadima mm-hmm. you know um part of me says that he took after alana it was anything to not go in the water um <laughs> when we we're at the beach but um you know really anything with a ball milo loved to do it and it was always always thrilled and those were those are just great times all of those times really just a fun loving i mean yeah it's more Tru- fun than sitting around truly fun keeping busy more fun than sitting around and yep. um that's sort of uh, that's sort of an important part of who, sure. Milo, who sure. Milo is and was right well that's all the time we have on this episode of Milo time please join us again next time when we once again look at the list of the things that Milo loved Thank you.